If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher. The mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode number 390, the 390th convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We got a good show for you. I see the crew coming in right away. Perry Ying, Jeremy McMahon, it is popping off. And let me tell you something, right now, preseason football is kicking off across this fair land. Uh, You know, the Hall of Fame game was what it was. But now, this weekend, every team is in action. The preseason starts in earnest, and we are going to dig into it. We got a lot of stuff to get through in this show, okay? We got to update some contract holdouts, some injuries, right? We had some trades in the NFL over the last 48 hours since the last convening of the Cypher. We'll get into that, some news and notes, you know, to make sure you guys are straight as you are going into fantasy drafts. I'm going to continue my conversation about positional perspective, 
okay? And why, for example, if I say to wait on quarterback, where in the draft you should be getting your tight end and the wideouts and things like that. I'll give you some frameworks and some perspective on that. And then we talked a little bit about the quarterback position on the Monday episode. We're going to go a little bit further into the quarterback tiers, okay? First of all, honestly, we talked about the top, like, tier or tier and a half on Monday. But as I say to wait on quarterbacks, those guys, the Aaron Rodgerses, the Deshaun Watsons, Patty Mahomes, those guys are going to be gone before I and you should want to take your quarterback. So we'll dig into the meat of the quarterback tiers um, today. We will also talk about not one but two fantasy football leagues that are kicking off that are important to, you know, the spitting statistician. We will reveal the names, the entrance in the first ever hashtag stats over beats league a little bit later on in the show. We'll talk a little bit about that and why, you know, speeds is the odds on favorite. And tomorrow afternoon, for all y'all that are in the chat room, for all y'all that are always down with FNTSY, all right, tomorrow afternoon, we are going to do a fantasy expert draft here with all the hosts and stuff from our network, okay? If you tune into all these shows, it is going to be taking place starting on the frenzy tomorrow at 1 o'clock, being part of the fantasy BFFs as well, okay? And so I'm going to be part of that. You know the spitting statistician is involved because I got to show all these fools here how you win your leagues and win that cash. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk about both of those things, but you'll get a dose of the spitting statistician tomorrow afternoon, live and direct from Studio 34. All right, um, check this out. I'm going to tell you something real quick because I only got a minute or two before we get a break. And I know that there's games kicking off right now. I told all of y'all that I want unders tonight, okay? There's like seven or eight NFL games. I told you before. I'll say it again. Take the under on all these games. Here's an example. You got Indianapolis and Buffalo. The total is something like 36, all right? Indianapolis has Andrew Luck hurt, all right? Then they're not going to risk Jacoby Brissett. The only other quarterback on their depth chart pretty much is Philip Walker, an undrafted free agent out of Temple. Okay, I like the under in that one. Similarly, like Trace McSorley is going to be getting a lot of time. We saw this in the Hall of Fame game that finished 14-10. There is a trend. It's like 60-65% week one of the NFL preseason. Take the under. I like that. I also would blindly take the points. But in a game later on tonight, the Seattle Seahawks are getting two and a half points at home. Okay, they've got the home field advantage. We saw Drew Locke yesterday. Give me blindly that. And also, one of the things we talked about was coaches' motivations in the preseason. Yeah, Pete Carroll has one of the better records. Give me the points for a home dog. Real stats overbeat Cypher knows I like the home dogs. I know some of these games are about to kick off. Take as many unders as possible. And I like Seattle as well. We also got a poll question up. I'm asking you guys and gals out there at this point in time. I know some people are, you know, we're talking about drafts, but some people are also making decisions on their keepers. They're dynasty people. And I've narrowed down the four people that I think have the most uncertainty right now that are really like, you know, dynasty keeper kind of studs and values. So who causes you the most concern right now as a dynasty keeper? Is it Melvin Gordon, Zeke Elliott, Andrew Luck with that calf, Antonio Brown? We'll get into why Antonio Brown. We'll give you visual proof of why Antonio Brown may need more than 17% of the vote right now. Episode 390 is off with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. You can call on in as well to talk to the spitting statistician. Stats Overbeats League. We reveal the participants, all that, and a whole lot more. Come on back. Dilly dilly, you heard?
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode 390 with the Spitting Statistician. And of course, the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We got the whole crew up in here. Um, no, Jeremy McMahon, let me tell you something. We're going to reveal the teams tonight. We're going to do the ran- we're going to randomize the draft order, I believe, on Monday's show. All right, I'm going to uh, next week for sure, all right? Cuz I nope. know everybody wants to, you know, know that, know where they are and uh but you'll still have a week, a week and a half after that. So, we're going to randomize the draft order live on the computer on either the Monday or next Thursday, okay? But today what we will do is reveal the participants. Big big shout outs to the entire Stats Overbeat cipher that's in the chat room and making it pop as always. If you want to get in touch with the Spittin' Statistician, hit me up at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We got that poll question up right now. Melvin Gordon leading the way on that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. All right. So let's catch you up. Since the cipher has convened last, let me tell you something. We're now past the point, all right, people, where Zeke, Zeke is getting fined. He's missing his time, all right? They signed Alfred Morris. He, they've also talked about he ain't – they say he ain't playing this year without a new deal. He's going to go the route on this. I think it's a different leverage point because he's got two years left on his deal instead of one like Le'Veon Bell and even Melvin Gordon. But at this point, honestly, see, I'm, drafting, I'm dropping Zeke down because the thing is – at the first round, right, and he was like a top four back. He was a top four pick. At this point, I've said it before. I've said it as it related to Todd Gurley. I've said it as it relates to Damian Williams. I've said it as it relates to others. With my RB1, I need a stability. I need a floor. So, for example, if I'm drafting at two, do I take Zeke at this point or do I take a Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara? No, I take the other ones, right? After that, if I'm at like five, I'm taking Lev Bell or David Johnson before Zeke at this point. In the back half of the first round, I'll take Joe Mixon. I'll take James Conner before them as opposed to Zeke Elliott, given the risk at this point. I don't know how far he would drop. I saw my man Matty Modica took him at number eight overall. You know, and that's where he's falling. But I still would not take on the risk in the first round. And uh, we've got to keep our eye on that, obviously. Same thing with Melvin Gordon. All right, I don't think Melvin Gordon's getting traded. I don't think Melvin Gordon is going to – I think he's going to miss games. I think he's going to miss games as well. I've seen Melvin Gordon go down. He was a first-round talent. He is not anymore, okay? I've been in drafts where I've seen Melvin Gordon go in the third round, okay? You have to, at this point, start to bump up. Austin Eckler as well, okay? This is, it's starting to be real with some of these guys. Let's update some injuries, okay? I know a lot of people were worried about Damian Williams. I referenced him earlier. He did, in fact, return to practice. He's been nursing that hamstring issue, okay? He did return to practice. Let me tell you something, though. Andy Reid still sounds a little frustrated with him. I still, this has been one of my season-long relative fugazis, right? Someone I think, especially in the back half of round one, the first half of round two, you need to Forget about this Fugazi, all right? He's not a three-down workhorse, okay? When you can still get guys like Dalvin Cook, 
when you can still guys like Leonard Fournette, Devontae Freeman, I would take on that. I think that's a better workhorse. However, I got to tell you, and I think my man Danny Otto's down there in the fantasy pit of misery. One of the, the, the big injuries we got to look at, and you guys saw this on Hard Knocks, is Antonio Brown. And we were like, oh, he's got a foot issue. We've gotten more clarity in the last week. All right. First of all, yeah, thank you, Danny. Put that up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's nasty. That is nasty. I got people here at Versa. That, this is Antonio Brown's feet. Okay? And uh, you can take that down. And what I would say, Danny, is I don't know if you know this, Danny. Do you know the reason Antonio Brown has those feet, Danny? My man Danny Otto down there in the Stats Overbeat Cypher and the Pit of Misery, I, Dilly Dilly. Do you know, Danny, why his feet are like that? I actually do. Okay. So he, you do. So tell I the do. people. Um, because of apparently not wearing the right kind of footwear in the cryotherapy yeah, things. Yeah, ridiculous. He, that's dry ice, people. And he was like, nah, I'm good with my slides. Business is booming, you know? But, and, and so he's got frostbite, Danny. And frostbite is like, this is not spraining an ankle, people. Frostbite, this could linger. All right, so keep an eye out. I'm fading Antonio Brown. I will be drafting other wide receivers ahead of Antonio Brown. It's the same kind of theory as with Zeke Elliott. It's not about like, oh, you won't, I won't have any shares of him because I'll take the choice of what's available there instead of Zeke. Same thing now with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is going in the same place as wide receivers that I actually like. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Evans, for example. I, you give me, in my second round, mid-late second round, if I want a wide receiver and I'm left there with Antonio Brown or Mike Evans, I'm taking Mike Evans. Odell. Tyreek Hill. You know, Juju. Uh... T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen. I'm taking the safer bet at this point, all right? So, um, yeah, that, that's what's going on, and that was disgusting. Um, and we see it in hard knocks. And I would say this. I also finished watching that All or Nothing with the Carolina Panthers, and because of that kind of inside footage, you could see what they were talking about with Cam Newton's shoulder throughout the whole season. Like, learn the lesson, people. If he's already like that now, it's not like the rigors of the NFL season is going to help that heal or, like, resist infection. That's all I got to say about Antonio Brown. All right. There was a trade. And, you know, this is interesting because we knew that Houston uh, let go of Deontay Foreman. And he's, you know, one of my diamond in the rough. And he latched on with Indianapolis. So we'll see how that works out, right? But the Houston Texans have traded for disgruntled running back out of Cleveland, Duke Johnson. And we sort of put these dots together, right? We were saying that Houston is a place that could be in the running back market. We knew Duke Johnson was disgruntled, uh, you know. So I think this works. I think this helps Duke Johnson a lot. He is now the undisputed kind of number two there, in my opinion, and he's the PPR kind of back there, in my opinion, and that's a good little role for him on a team as opposed to being the cast-off, third-down kind of back on Cleveland when you had other guys who could play those roles. I like this for Duke Johnson, okay? Excuse me. It's like allergy season up here in New York City, but I digress. And in Cleveland... I think it helps Chubb a little bit. But the thing is, remember, it's only helping this guy early in the season because after week nine, Kareem Hunt is going to come back. Know about that, what it does reinforce. And the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the chat room can tell me exactly, strong style saying it. We knew it would be Duke. That's what my man Jeremy McMahon says, right? Strong style is saying, because what? You thought all of a sudden Houston was going to go to war with Lamar Miller? Say it with me, strong style. Lamar Miller sucks. We know this, and they are still getting, you know, uh, 
bolstering the troops, shall we say. All right, so that's interesting to keep an eye on. Other things that I've seen. On Monday when we were talking, I was like, Michael Crabtree is still available. In the chat room, people were like, no, he not. He signed with Arizona. Hey, people, no, he didn't. He visited Arizona. They thought they were going to sign, but they couldn't agree to terms, okay? And that's interesting because Michael Crabtree must think he's worth more than he really is. But there are teams out there. The Giants come to mind. The Bengals come to mind where he could stick. So keep an eye out on that. Other news and notes buzz from around training camp. Dante Moncrief seems to be leading for the wide receiver, wide receiver two role in Pittsburgh. And I think that's important because I said it about Pittsburgh and I've said it about Green Bay as well. If you can correctly pick out who is the number two wide receiver for those two teams, you have a fantasy asset. Whether in Pittsburgh, that's Moncrief or Washington or Deontay Thompson. And it looks like it may be Moncrief. And I buy that. Okay? So that's going to be an offense that's going to have, you know, 4,800 yards through the air. Big Ben has thrown for over 5,000 yards. There's a lot of targets up for grabs. Everyone loves Juju. But the wide receiver two role is productive for fantasy, and it looks like Moncrief has a slight edge, at least early in camp. Other camp buzz that I find interesting in Buffalo, the running back position, Devin Singletary getting a lot of reps with the first team, and that's interesting to me, okay, because the other news I heard today is but Frank Gore is going to start the preseason opener. My question for you, remember they signed TJ Yeldon as well? Where the hell does that leave Shady McCoy, people? This is a very crowded running back, and they say nice things about Devin Singletary. They're starting gore. They're not saying all these nice things about Shady. Remember, I've said for a long time, if they need to thin out that room, it would be Shady as the casualty. Also, other negative buzz, quite frankly, Mike Gesicki, the Dolphins' second-year tight end, they're saying he's having kind of like an uneven camp. Remember how I say it's all... It's hard for the tight end in the rookie year to understand everything, and sometimes they make that second-year jump. It seems like it's a little slower for him as well. I would stem the tide on any kind of flyer on him. I'd much rather the Jordan Reed, the Jimmy Grahams of the world. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what Freddie Kitchens thinks about leaks, and then we'll talk positional perspective, and we'll talk about the stats over Beats League uh, before digging into the quarterback tiers. It's a fantasy freestyle, the stats overbeat cipher in full bore. And if you want to holler at me, Daniel put in the phone number as well. The phone lines will be open at the end of the show. To holler at the spitting statistician, fantasy freestyle, Dilly Dilly. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle. That's Overbeat Cypher for the 390th time here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got some people in the chat room. Dexter Rojas. He's one of my definite Patreons over there. You could also hit me up on Patreon. Listen, with all the questions that are going to start coming of fantasy football season, the best way is to hit me up on Patreon. I guarantee responses. We put some exclusive fun content there. Um, But if you're going to hit me up on Twitter, um, definitely use the hashtag Stats Overbeats. So I know you're part of the cipher, and you'll get an answer there. Um, but Dexter Rojas asked me, thoughts on Devontae Freeman or Chris Carson? I like both of them. 
uh, before Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. I don't know which Montgomery you're talking about. David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs? Yeah, I like Freeman and Carson. Those guys are, for me, RB2s ahead of them both. Chris Carson, I, you know, Seattle's going to run, and I'm high on the Falcons. I'm high on Devontae Freeman, the 13 road games. All those guys, those RB2s, have some injury concerns. All right, so I'll take a shot on Freeman. If you take Freeman, double it up with a little Edo Smith. Later on, in my opinion. All right. I also want to tell you, people, if you want to risk-free wagers up to $1,000, go on over to pointsbet.com slash grid. Open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID. You'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet offers its own concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So, for example, if you bet the New York Jets minus three and they cover the spread by 10, you will receive 10 times your stake. And by the way, the Jets are winning right now. Sam, I am. Sam Darnold looked good in the first drive. But regardless, that is pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code grid, and you can get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. That's how we do it here. We up the stats over beat Cypher, win their leagues, and win that cash. I talked about Freddie Kitchens. He had a very interesting quote. People were asking him about, like, leaks from his coaches or his players or something like that, and he has a solution. The way he is going to run his ship in Cleveland. Danny, play the quote from uh, Freddie Kitchens. This is what he's doing about, like, leaks or any inside information to the media. Check it out. The days of inside information and the days of, of uh, unnamed sources and stuff like that have ended. So you're not going to get any information like that ever. Anybody. And if I ever see it, they're fired immediately. Okay. That's the way we're running this organization. Okay. And I can take it. John Dorsey can take it. All right there, Freddie Kitchens. Now, that sounds good at all. But, like, I don't know. And the, and the sentiment is right, right? Like, I, we keep a tight ship. You know, it's us against the world. No leaks. I get it. That's a good sentiment. But how are you going to enforce that, bro? Are you really going to fire anybody for talking to the media? You're going to fire your coaches? You're going to fire Odell Beckham when he starts popping off in the media when you're like three and five? If you get into a little spell? If Baker gets hurt? I don't think so. I don't think that's how it's going to happen. And so for me, while I appreciate the sentiment, I read a little deeper into this. Remember I say all the time, Freddie Kitchens, Rookie head coach, never been more than a positional coach. I just don't think this is the right way to go about it. I just don't think, and it's indicative to me, I'm worried about the Browns if they hit adversity. I don't know that first-year head coach Freddie Kitchens is is ready to handle the ego, the drama that may come if the Browns don't get off to the start that everybody expects them to. I was early on the Browns. It's gone a little bit too far. Okay, so I think the value is Pittsburgh in the AFC North. But I digress. One of the things I was going to tell you is, and and this is a point I was making on the Monday show, when we talk about waiting on quarterback, okay, and why we do tiers. Because we're splitting hairs here. I want you to go to your league from last year, and I want you to see how many games were actually like five points or less or three points or less. We call that a game of inches. And, Danny, I'm going to bring it full circle with game of inches a little bit later on in the show. But out of your wins last year, let's say you were a pretty good fantasy team. And you went, you know, you went nine and four. Check those nine wins. How many of them were by less than three points? Not many. Those are game of inches. Or how many of your four losses were by less than three points? Not that many. And I want you to keep this in mind. At the quarterback position. 
The difference between last year's QB7, who was Deshaun Watson, and last year's QB11, Phillip Rivers, was a grand total of four points. That's less than a point a week. And then all the way down to QB15, who was Mitch Trubisky, yeah, another 14 points. It's another one point a week. Less than one point a week, in fact. So when you see these tiers, right, and you get anybody in the middle tier, this is like we're talking about less than a point for quarterback, okay? Different at the running back position. You look at the ninth best running back, it was David Johnson. Contrast that with uh, running back 19, who was Tevin Coleman. That's the difference between a a back-end RB1 and a back-end RB2. That's a real difference. That difference was like 50 to 60 points. That's more like three to four points a week. That can be the difference. At wide receiver, going from Diggs, who was wide out 10, to even Tyler Boyd, who was wide out 17, that's a 45-point difference. That's like two and a half. All this means weight on quarterback. The difference is not as big. Meanwhile, the drop-off at running back, the drop-off at wideout is a lot more, and that's why we say wait on quarterback. That's why I said earlier in episodes about two weeks ago that in my top seven picks, I'm looking to come away with three running backs, three wideouts, and maybe my tight end because I'm going to like that tier of tight ends that's like, you know, the um, excuse me, the Cooks, the Vances, the uh, Hunter Henrys. You know, those are the tiers that I'm going to look at, and I'm going to get that in round six and round seven. All right? Wait on quarterback. But I digress. That'll be um, advice that we give to all these people that are in our Stats Over Beats League. So, Danny, I want you to first put up the image that has, like, the levels and stuff that I was talking about, the gold and stuff. Yeah. So, Yahoo is doing this. Check this out. If you are bronze, if you have, like, a rating, they're giving everybody, like, a rating based on all the leagues they've ever been in, on Yahoo at least. And if you're bronze, you're in, like, the 60th percentile or lower. Silver. With that score, you're in like the between 60 and an 80th, then gold and platinum. Check out platinum, though. Platinum, if you have a score in the 800s, you are part of the 5% that are the best. And if you are diamond, with over 900 as that score, you are literally, you know, the spitting statistician, the stable genius, the vocal minority, never likes the term one percenters. But in football, fantasy football, if you're diamond, you are a one percenter. So that's pretty cool. And so, Danny, let's bring it back. Because... I, I want to, again, thank the Stats Over Beats Cypher. We're doing this league. We got 14 teams. And let me tell you something. We got my man Danny Otto. And, Danny, you can get on the mic here as well. You and me, we're in the league. That's two of us. Listen, stalwarts of the Stats Over Beats Cypher, I am so happy to welcome my man Jeremy McMahon in the chat room, always blowing one down. He's in the league, guys. Mendo Bruce, who we all know and love, okay, in the chat room. He's in the league, all right? John G., one of my biggest Patreon subscribers. You see him in the chat room. He's in the league. Big timer, all right, who is in the chat room all the time, is also in our Pit of Misery Fantasy League as a fan, is in the league. The den mother, the godmother, Danny, of the stats over beat cipher, Jilly Dilly herself, is in the league, all right? We love that. Strong style ninja, my man who implores you to hit the like button is in the league. I love it. He's representing Cali down there as well. And then, Danny, don't forget about these people. I know you're Danny Otto. Danny, do you remember Danny Lee, the soldier from an undisclosed location? I do. I remember having to get him on uh, Skype. In the league. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay? So we like this. Check this out. One of my patrons, one of my followers, Michael Vincent, all right, is in the league. Check out. He's representing Australia, Danny. We got Australian cats in the league. The Thunder from down under. All right. 
Danny Lee is not the only one. Check it out. We got another um, country represented. Team Canada is going to be my man, Scotty Too Hotty, okay? Step into my world. He's in the chat room all the time, is in the league. And Danny, you know we got to have musical talent. So young cause and the effect are in the league. Now put up, put up, put up the other uh, thing with everybody in the league, Danny. And check this out, though. You see Strong Style, Danny Otto, the Tampa Pick 6. This is the league right now. We got 14 people. But remember what we did before, Danny, with those levels? And you're, you're killing it. You got to score 776, Danny. You're a gold person. What does that mean? You're like in the 80th percentile, right? Yeah, it's like 81 through something, I think. That's not bad. 81 through like 95, Danny. That means you are better, Danny. You, you perform better than 80% of the people that play in Yahoo, Danny. That's pretty cool. Check out Strong Style doing it. But we have not one but two diamond members of our league, Danny. Mendo Bruce is part of the 1%. His team right now is named Juju what it is, like Yahoo Sabe. Right, so we'll see if he does, in fact, draft Juju. And uh, your boy Dane, the spitting statistician, is a 935. You could take that off right now. But, Danny, I am legitimately better than 99 point, you know, 2, 99.3% of the people who play. So, Danny, am I the, um, the odds-on favorite to win this league then? I mean, I would... Guess. I don't know, right? So that we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And here's what we're going to do. Next week, we will randomize the draft order. I'll flip over my computer. I'll hit the button. We'll see how it does it. We'll do that live. And I want to say, here's the other thing. We're going to be drafting tomorrow afternoon, so you definitely want to check us out. It'll start on the frenzy. It'll continue on BFFs. But, Danny, check this out. Here's what I want to do. And tell me if you like this. I know we only got a minute. But every week in the season, you know how we used to do Game of Inches? We'll still do Game of Inches. You could always hit me up on Patreon, on Twitter, if you have one. But what we will do, Danny, is we will find in this league every week, we will find the team that lost by the closest margin of victory, whoever it was in this league. And I am officially, right now, inviting you to be a guest on a segment for Freestyle that week if you call in. And we will go over your hashtag Game of Inches, your fantasy team, all that. So if you are the hashtag Game of Inches in the Stats Over Beats League, you have an open invitation to call in on the Thursday Fantasy Freestyle and we'll go over your hashtag Game of Inches. How does that sound, Danny? I like that. I think it's a good Right? Because then they can lament what would have, could have, should have been. You know what I mean? Until it's me and then I'll be upset. Well, if it's you, then maybe we'll go to the second one. And we'll try to get everyone on. Thanks to everybody who wanted to be down. Maybe we'll do it even bigger next year. Maybe we'll grow to like Scotty Fish. Who knows? When we come back, we put the fun and functional sports content. And I also dig into the lower tiers of the quarterback position where the diamonds in the rough are because y'all need to wait on quarterback. We dig into that. After the break on episode 390 of the Fantasy Freestyle. And if you want to holler at us, the phone lines will be open. 844-843-6879. Dilly dilly, you heard? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle, episode 390 here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The chat room is popping off. 
right now. We got people saying that they're diamond rated in other in their leagues. People that didn't make the stats over beat Cipher League, but it's all good. Thanks. Big shout out to Dexter Rojas. Big shout out to Perry Ng. These are real deal people in the stats over beat Cipher. We couldn't fit everybody. I got a question from Doug H. He's asking me speed. Should I wait on quarterback? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait on quarterback unless. You can get Rodgers, Mahomes, or Luck in the fourth round or later, right? I mean, there is a, you know, everyone has a price, right? There is a, a time where if everyone falls, there is value. So I will give you that, Doug. I personally, though, you know, I, and I made this point about the positional perspective, you know, in that what, in that fourth round, in that fifth round, even if, you know, Aaron Rodgers is there, Andrew Luck is there, the fifth round running back that I can get, the caliber of running back is going to be important. Like running back dries up. You know what I'm saying, Doug? It really does. So in the fifth round, even if Aaron Rodgers is there, but like Mark Ingram is there, you know, I'm going to take the running back and then I'm going to be fine with the running back I get later on. So yeah, Mendo Bruce, big shout out to you, of course. Everybody's talking about Strong Style, talking about it's going to be a good league. Welcome to everybody. Scotty Too Hotty. Hey, Strong Style, we'll see if it's going to be Scotty Too Hotty or Scotty Doesn't Know. You know what I'm talking about? Clayton Trahan, of course. Listen, Stats Over Beat Cypher is so strong. Um, Strong Style also says, can't wait for the week we face Dane. Maybe we'll also do that. Maybe we'll do Game of Inches, anybody, or my opponent for the next week. All right, because if you remember, and your real deal stats over beat Cypher, last year in the Greenwich Street Tavern League, our homeboy Jim Ross, who I'm sure will be coming on back sometime soon, um, you know, he was playing me in the Greenwich Street Tavern League. I let him set my, his, my lineup against him, and he made some decisions, and I wound up beating him because of it. So, you know, I'm down to let anybody do that because I'm going to have, you know, hashtag my bench better than your starters. Shout out to RotoWare. But I digress. Let's get it. All right. Um, yeah, strong style. You're going to call in? That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be popping. Good luck to everybody. We'll take care of it, and we'll talk about it throughout the entire season, uh, you know, making everybody feel good like they're part of the cypher. Remember last week also I talked about the real community here, the Stats Over Beat cypher is, you know, and how in a, in a day and age where – People at the top of the power popper chain are, in essence, fading the public, fading the public. You know, the, the public being the character of the American people, who we are as a people. I think the community that is the stats overbeat cipher is going to be great on this. But in any event, all right, let's talk about these quarterbacks. I told you about tier one and tier two already. So let's get it in. Listen, in tier three, I got to tell you something. I think Big Ben is a value. He's going as QB 13. He led the NFL in passing last year, and he led in attempts. He led in completions, okay? He has been there the last few years. The fact that literally in a 12-team league, you can wait until everybody else drafts a quarterback, and you can still get Big Ben Roethlisberger, and then you could pair him with a Jameis Winston, who's another diamond in that level, or, or Kyler Murray, who's another diamond in that level. Give me, if I wind up with Kyler Murray and Big Ben, I'll take it all day. If I wind up with Philip Rivers and Jameis Winston, I'll take it all day. Over, back to the question, Andrew Luck in the fifth round. Over Matt Ryan in the sixth round. Over these guys, Cam Newton. These other guys that were my fugazis in round in tier two. The Breezes, the Cams. Let me get those guys. And I'm targeting those guys as QB, like 12, 13. Big Ben, Jameis, Kyler Murray. Those are the guys I like. All right? In... In that tier, though, I, one guy that I'm fading, one guy that's a fugazi, someone to forget about, for me, is Mitchell Trubisky. All right, I know he has some rushing potential, but honestly, guys, and this ties back to I'm fading the Bears' offense this year. I'm fading the Bears on the whole. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. 
right? And part of it is even tied to the defense. The defense, you know, scored six touchdowns last year. Put people in real tough spots all over the place. Trubisky had a six-touchdown, zero-interception game. Kind of juking the stats a little bit. I am down on Trubisky and the Bears, and in that level, give me Jameis instead, okay? In Tier 4, and this is if you're in a, um, you know, two-quarterback league, super flex kind of league, there's going to be times where you're going to need to worry about which quarterbacks between QB, you know, 18 and 25 do I target. Remember, it's the tier, right? So I lean to some of these running quarterbacks still, if Lamar Jackson is still there, if Josh Allen is still there. Listen, Josh Allen has much better weapons than last year. Much better weapons than last year. And it goes back to the second-year jump. If you believe that Baker Mayfield's going to take this jump, if you believe that Sam Darnold's going to take this jump, then maybe Allen can take a little jump as well. And when you tell me that he, you know, they went out and got Cole Beasley, another security blanket slot guy, John Brown as a deep threat, smoke. You know, the situation's a little bit better for him this year. And I think he could progress. He's someone I'd be comfortable with a little bit later on if you waited. And also check this out. He had 631 rushing yards. Eight rushing TDs. You know how much that is, especially if you're in one of those leagues where it's like four-point touchdowns and it's used to the running quarterbacks, all right? Um, And the second-year development, check out these numbers. His completion percentage is only 53%. That's the kind of number I expect to take a tick up in year two, right? He um, had the highest percentage of off-target throws, the ones that are like on him. 22% of his throws last year were quote-unquote off-target. You bring that down to like 15, to a representative number, and you have more. Like last year there was like Robert Foster, Zay Jones, right? Now at least there's like NFL caliber, Cole Beasley, John Brown. These are like, you know, TJ Yeldon out of the backfield. These are legitimate NFL guys, and I think that'll really help. Um... Josh Allen, okay? So he's a guy I like down there. I'm I'm on Sam Darnold at that level down there. And remember, you're going to get, you know, I'm seeing Kirk Cousins go as QB 19, okay? So you will have options. I can't say it enough. Wait, wait, wait. Um, guys I would not like there, and I've said it before, Do not, I want no part of the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. We've seen his wide, his wide receiver room. It eviscerated. I think they're going to put the kid Ryan Finley in there towards the second half of the season. And with Matty Stafford, Listen, I'm not making light of anything, okay? We know that Detroit's trying to move to more of a running offense. We know about that. But there's another factor here. You know, these people are human. Matthew Stafford's wife is going through serious health issues. I believe she has like a brain tumor, okay? And I'm not making light of this at all. I'm saying it's a factor. His wife is in, has serious health concerns, okay? So I, I, I could understand if his mind is not fully there, okay? Um, and I'm not saying that. Um, to make light of it, I'm not saying that um, because it's a joke, you know, but imagine, like, if you, if your wife had this, would you not be a little bit preoccupied at work? Okay, and I think it's completely valid, but I do think it's an interesting thing that y'all need to know. All right, so we're going to randomize the draft order for Stats Over Beats next week. That's the quarterback position, okay? Next week, what we'll do is, I don't know, we'll do running back or wide out. Because, like, I think it's really interesting. In running back, and I'll say this, and I've been in some expert drafts over the last couple of weeks. In running back, 
take him early. This is not the zero RB year. It dries up quick. I've been telling you I want those running backs. I've been telling you you got to get one of the top guys, especially now with the concern around Zeke, especially now with the concern around Melvin Gordon. you got to get you know your share of the top, the stable, oh, I don't know, 8, 9, 10. For me, it ends right around Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette in that area. I don't like Chubb and Gurley. So that'll be what we talk about. But then I'll give you the guys in the lower tiers that I do like, guys that I think are a little bit fugazi. Then in wide receiver, listen, the more about the story in wide receiver, and we'll talk about this in the next couple of weeks, the value is going to fall. Like there's so many decent wide receiver twos and threes that you'll have your pick of the litter. But we'll dive into that a little bit later on. Remember, we also got the poll question up on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. Over hundreds of people have answered it already. You guys are most concerned with Melvin Gordon. As a keeper, then 27% say Zeke Elliott, 19% say Antonio Brown, 15% say Andrew Luck. With Melvin Gordon, because the thing is, he, I don't think he's getting traded, people. People are talking about Houston. No, Duke Johnson got traded to Houston. All right, so he's going to just straight miss games. All right, so Austin Eckler needs to be bumped up a little bit as well. But that's what we'll do next week will be the wide receiver or running back week. We'll break down um, what we did in the Pit of Misery League. And some people were asking, we're going to do it as a real league, okay? We're going to do the draft live on the shows tomorrow. And, guys, we randomized the draft order for this Pit League. We're going to do randomize the Stats Over Beats League order um, next week. You're right, Strong Style, by the way. Um, James White over Sony Michelle for, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. I don't like Chubb, Dexter Rojas. I don't like Chubb. I like Chubb as a player. The problem is you're drafting him as an RB1, and then when Kareem Hunt comes back in the second half of the year when you're trying to make your fantasy push and your playoffs, he's not going to be what you thought he was. He's going to be less volume, and that's a problem for me for my RB1. Like I said, I want a stable floor. I like the player. I just don't want him as my RB1. But in any event, um, one of the things... That I wanted to talk about. We're gonna do. We're gonna break down the league. We're gonna randomize the stats over beats league. But one other thing, Danny, I wanted to ask you about because um, you know it's so crazy these days, Danny. You know how like athletes they got to take their drug tests, right, Danny? As we put the fun and functional sports content here, and you know for a while we've talked about oh they could cheat the system with performance enhancing drugs. They have the gummies, and that we've said like oh the piss test is really kind of like an idiot test, right? Because if you hey. Because if you fail that, like, you know when the drug test is coming, everything from get clean. We've heard stories of people, like, you know, doing crazy things with fake urine or getting urine on the black market and stuff like that. Right, Danny? Yeah. Oh, Danny, you with me? No, I'm here. You've heard of this, right? Yeah, I was about to say they can buy my urine. I'm good. You're clean? (laughs) Well, for the most part. They can buy your urine. I don't know if it'll help them pass a piss (laughs) test. But in any event. um, So somebody tried this. I think it was the NBA D-League. All right, and Danny, you want to know how they caught the guy who was obviously, he wound up using a friend's urine instead of his own to try to beat the piss test, Danny. There it is, and it came back positive for pregnancy. (laughs) There it is, DJ Cooper, okay? Uh, His drug test came back positive that he was pregnant. So, Danny, I ask you, when you are uh, using someone else's urine, and passing it off as your own, I would think the first step, Danny, is at least to use another male's urine. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, just to be safe. And what do you think it was like in the lab, <laughs> you know, when they're running the tests, right? And they're like, uh, this guy's pregnant. And they're like, nah, run it again. Nah, 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 run it again. It can't be. Run it again. What do you think they thought? 
You know, Mendo Bruce, I like that. He says uh, I score, quote-unquote, very high on my drug test. I like that one a lot, Mendo <laughs> Bruce, by the way. Big yep. shout to you. Dilly dilly to you, my friend. Um, but, Danny, what do you think? You think they were like, how many times do you think they ran that test to make sure that that's what it actually was? I'm thinking like two or three at least. All right, and then who do you think was the person that had to break the news to this dude like, bro, you clearly were cheating? Or do you think they, they tried to get him to admit it or something? How do you think this went down? That's what I want to yeah, know. Yeah, it was probably like they tried, they, they just sat him down and talked to him about it type of thing. Yeah, right? It was like, listen, bro, <laughs> we know. I like that strong style. Take it a little of uh, his inner Maury Povich out of here. We've got the results back, and you are not the father because you are the mother. There's an old joke, like, oh, the plane crashes, and, like, the, the doctor comes and says, like, oh, I can't treat him. It's my son. And everyone assumes that it's impossible because the father died in the plane crash, and the doctor's really the mother. Um, that's an old joke from like the eighties, but you know, we're in this 2019 hashtag times up environment. So we would never think that way. All right. I'm going to be on here tomorrow. after. Well, I'm going to be on here next hour for in game live. I'm going to be on here tomorrow morning for make it rain. I'll be on here tomorrow afternoon for the draft, but that's what happens. The spitting statistician is here to hold y'all down because it is draft season. A huge time of year for y'all to win the leagues and win that catch. We've been doing it 390 times. We're going to keep doing it with the Stats Overbeat Cypher getting nominated for a third year in a row. It's the Spitting Statistician and the Stats Overbeat Cypher on the episode 390 of the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll break down week one. Unfortunately, there'll be injuries and everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash. I'm out. Peace. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Brooks Kupka every week. I'm like, I'm not betting him, man. I'm just not betting him outside of a major. After a couple of weeks ago at the St. Jude, where on Sunday tied uh, with uh, Rory McIlroy, the number two player in the world, and uh, he showed up 40 minutes uh, before his tee time, basically rolled out from the parking lot onto the tee box, went out, shot five under, and embarrassed Rory McIlroy who had been there for hours practicing. Yeah, I'm good, man. Like, Brooks Kupka is, if this was Tiger Woods, all right, think about this. If this was 10, 15 years ago, and Tiger Woods had done this, gone into a tournament, we'd all be betting Tiger Woods from here on out, going, do not doubt him. Yet, there are still people I heard on this very network all week long going, nah, I'm not going to take him. Nah, you know, I know he's number one. If this was Tiger Woods 10 years ago, for the most part, Tiger in his prime, this is Brooks Kupka is the equal here, if not a little bit better what he has done over the last couple of years. The gazing form. And yet people are still doubting him and going, uh, but if it was Tiger, they'd be like, oh, yeah, got to bet Tiger Woods, man. I don't care if it's three to one, two to one, even money. I don't care. Tiger Woods is going to win this tournament. We're not saying it with Brooks Kupka, which, again, is part of the problem, which is what fuels him, which is why the narrative going in a couple of weeks ago was he doesn't care about tournaments outside 
of majors. Well, he cared he cared enough to uh, to roll Rory McIlroy on a Sunday, wins the St. Jude, and I got this feeling that Brooks Kupka is just going to want to put an end to this whole drama with the FedEx Cup. He's number one right now on the list. He wins one or two of these next four tournaments, guys. It's over. You can't catch him. You just can't catch him. So something tells me that if Brooks Kupka wants to go out and make another statement, then he will do it at this golf course in the Northeast, which he has played very, very well. He loves these greens. He loves these golf courses. You would be crazy to fade uh, Brooks Kupka this week. Not only would I back him in every matchup known to mankind, I would also definitely at eight to one, you take him at eight to one because this was Tiger Woods. And what you are looking at is Tiger Woods of 12 years ago, guys, same form, maybe even better than what Tiger was in his prime. Uh, Yeah, you'd all be betting Tiger. And I think it's ridiculous if you're not backing Brooks Kupka. You're expecting somebody from the 20 to one range to win this tournament. Could very well be. But if you don't have Brooks Kupka on your card, you guys are, uh, I don't know what, where you've been, what you've been watching. Can Rory win? Sure, Rory can be there. But you know what? Uh, Rory's already proven when, just like Tiger proved all those years, 